Today's daf is daf Lamed Tes. Somebody, so we're following Hanukkah all the time. A few days we started learning the sugya daf Lamed Vav, which is thirty-six candles, which is on Friday, which is the first day of Hanukkah. And as somebody pointed out, Lamed Tes is the beginning of Lakas. So um, there it goes. Punch o'clock didn't make it here. We are up to the Mishnah on daf Lamed Tes Amid Aleph. Okay. Um, we're going to introduce the concept of an apotrophus, which is that for orphans, we always pint, uh, we always put up there like an executor or somebody to oversee their, to manage their affairs. And the question is the responsibility that, that this uh, overseer has, the responsibility that orphans have for their animals or their, their, their round amok. And also we're going to learn, again, we're going to touch on something we touched before, but the main argument is later on in the Gemara in a few weeks from now. And that is, according to Rabbi Yehuda, an animal which is a muid, uh, a lesser, um, um, I guess, watching and mining is good enough. In contrast to a tam, you need much stronger, uh, I guess, shmira, which is very difficult to understand in logic, as we'll see more later. Two opinions how to understand what Abiyud is saying. And one opinion about it, but Abba, he learns that tzad tam, which means that Abiyud holds that a muad is not a new, some kind of transition of the animal. It's just a dovenace of another layer. So the tam part of it remains the same. And whatever the laws are regarding tam remain the same. And let me add, there's another payment of a muad. So which means that if you need a shmirah mu'ula for a tam and a shmirah b'chusa for a muad, if you had a, uh, let's say, a, sh- a shmirah uh, b'chusa, you would pay for the muad part. Sorry, if you had a shmirah b'chusa, the muad part you wouldn't pay for because the muad you, you did what you're supposed to do. It's not your fault. But the, the tam part you will pay for because that requires a shmirah muad. We don't say the animal changed on the muad and therefore you don't pay for anything. You also have to add on a little bit No, 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 no. Halachas, when a muad comes along, not the pshat is the animal is a new animal now and we just look at it as a muad. We look at it as a tam plus. So whatever the laws are by time still remain. So, if the, so the law by time is you have to have a very strong shmirah. So if you had a, if you had if you did not have a very strong shmirah, then you're responsible for time. And uh, it, only if you had a very strong shmirah, then it broke out and you can't help it. Your partner. When it comes to a muad, even if you had an ordinary shmirah, that means under normal circumstances, let's say ruach Matsuya, nothing would have happened. That's good enough. And if it's, if it breaks out, then I'm partner. So if it broke out from a normal shmirah, the animals are muad now, and broke out from a normal shmirah, don't say, oh, I'm potter, I did everything. I am potter from the muad part of the animal. I'm not part of the tam, and the tam, as far as the tam is concerned, that wasn't good enough shmirah. Okay, that's how you the opinion, and we're going to come back to that because it's the gate to the whole Gemara here as well. So let's begin the Gemara. says the Mishnah, previously we learned about the shmirah being himself an intelligent shmirah, now we're talking about the shmirah of an ordinary person, somebody who is smart, intelligent. That damaged the shayl of a youngster, which is a yasim, somebody who's not responsible, chayiv. Then you're chayiv because you caught, you created damage and you're responsible. But but the reverse or the converse, if their animal damages, they are potter. Why? 
Why? Because they're not responsible. I luchayda they have an apotrufus. Why don't we appoint somebody to be in charge? Because we, as we'll see in the modern, our mission holds you don't appoint an apotrufus when it comes to collect from the animal itself. Remember a tam, you collect megufa. If the animal of the tam is worth sachakal a hundred dollars and the damage you did was five hundred dollars, you will not get a cent more than a hundred. I half of five hundred is two fifty because when it comes to a tam, we learned before already that you pay from the animal itself. Also, it's gospel, you, you know, you pay from the animal itself, and and we do not appoint an apotrophus when we pay from the animal itself. And Rashi learned the reason is because the animal itself is metalkin. Remember, we're talking metalkin, and metalkin of the yasim are not are not indebted to pay their loan, so we don't appoint um, an apotrophus on metalkin. And that's what Rashi explains. He brings another chapter from other Rishonim, but Rashi doesn't like. But Tosafos brings it as well, and other Rishonim actually learn this way. And that is that paying half a nezik is a knas, and you say, "Don't pay knasim." And that's why you don't appoint an apotrufus for a time because the same don't don't pay knasim at all. Anyhow, Rashi doesn't like it for certain reasons, based on more later, and Tosafos doesn't like it either. Tosafos says simply the reason why we don't make a time is since the trader was very makeled by tam by an ordinary person. Really, you should pay the full nezik. But you're only paying half a nezik because we're being lenient. So we're going to be lenient by saying even a step further that, you know what? They don't have to pay. We're not going to set up an apotrophus. Okay. What happens if the shoyle of the cheder cotton did gore? Now, this is a contradictory. You just said a minute ago that the pot of we don't set up an apotrophus. Now you tell me they have an apotrophus. We might going to ask us to deal with this straight away. The purpose of that patrufus we're going to see is to 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 establish that this animal is a muad, and the moment it comes a muad, we get paid from from the assets of the family, and they we set up an apotrufus. So the purpose of setting up patrufus is to be able to establish the animal as a muad, because the pasuk says, "Well, who had bepalav? You need you need someone to talk to. Cheshav comes on to talk to them. So therefore, you set up a patrufus. Not that he should pay, but he should um, they should establish the muad. And once the animal is a muad. Then we don't get paid from the animal itself, which is metalkland, we not learned before. We get paid from the assets, from karka. And you say, Now, what happened is, this is the end of the Mishnah. The Cheshire became intelligent. So suddenly he was able to open up. He was able to hear again and talk again. He became intelligent. He grew up. So his animals are moved. And the take care of it. And now you have the, 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 the child, whoever it is, it became better. It's a new owner. It holds well. It's a new owner. It's transition. You, you, you spoke about if you sell an animal, what happens? There's a new owner here. And it goes right back to where it was. And Abiezi says, Ownership doesn't change at all the status of the animals. The animal. The animal is a mood. Let's who the owner is. And Abiezi says, no, it makes a difference. And the way that I'm learning is maybe later is that, that here is a little bit different than, than, than um, the Machlech is not allowed to about changing ownership because that in itself is a question. Now, Petrufus is there to represent the child. Is that really called a transfer of ownership when it moves from the, uh, from the, from the transfers from the Petrufus's control to the child's control? Is that really considered a change of ownership? So that's more narrow, narrowing down this argument. Show each din. What about like a bull? Uh, a bull you know, that has bull fights and constantly is trained to gore. You know, one of these bulls in Spain, the matadors. Not if you train them to become a fighter, then you are potter. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bilem is potter from uh, paying any damages. You might have a public danger. You might, you might have wild animals, but the tax. I guess if, in case, if, if you put the animal out in the street, then you, in case, we broke out, whatever it is. 
attack dog. Okay, but well, these, you know, these bull, I don't know, bull, bull fighter, what is it called? So anyway, how good with cash? Amri, you started saying, Shosha, Shosha, Gajan, Naga, Shosha, Pigay, Potty, Potty, you're saying that you're Potty, why, Alma, anyone made a blue time league. We don't set up a time, uh, uh, you know, an apotrophus to make sure that you know that it behaves and that if it if if it, if it actually goes out and causes damage, you should pay money. We don't have an apotrophus for a time, uh, so that because otherwise you need apotrophus to be able to charge the schedule cut. You need who be You need an owner, uh, somebody you could talk to, but we don't do that. Amos uh, safer. Then you say shoyish chayur katan shenaga bezam mitzvah apotrophus. You set up a apotrophus. Um, eating lemon from apotrophus and you testify for apotrophus. He's uh, he is responsible. You do set up an apotrophus. What's going on here? Omar Rabbi Hochik Tani. This is how you read the Mishnah. Not that you get set up a trufus to be able to to charge him and pay half the nezik. We set up a trufus to establish whether the animal is is a gore, a habitual gore. And now you have someone to talk to. And we treat like a mood. That in the future, if it causes damage, then it pays from the asset because it's a real muad. It's a muad. Um, yeah, Traces points out, even though it sounds for Nashi that you point an apotrophus, and as soon as we decide, uh, as we decide that in the, in the next time the animal gorges, you already pay. No, it's it gored a number of times under the under under the watch of the cheshev cotton. We bring in an apotrophus, and as soon as he, uh, he gores again, you pay. So, so it can't be. We need three times under that patrufus to establish a mood. No, once we see that this animal gored a few times, we're concerned. People are, are concerned. So then we bring in that patrufus. You warn three times, still only a tam, and that patrufus pays the fourth time becomes a mood. Who pays, actually? Who pays? <clears throat> it's the Yusayimim's assets that they pay. From who? From that patrufus's assets, we take the money. Which is hard to understand. Okay, it's his fault, his responsibility. But if he if he is going to pay, why would you ever be an apotrophus? He's risking everything for no gain. You can actually say that that one that he take it directly from the Yisraelim. You do not collect from the on the, you know, we don't take from you the same way till they grow up unless it's every day that it's, that they're not paying, it's costing them money because the interest compounds. Okay, then we try to spare them. Otherwise, we don't. And Abiyachin adds, Another instance of Abiyachin is, if let's say you have to pay the Ksuba the wife, you don't pay the Ksuba, you have to feed her every day. That costs money. If it costs the same money, if it's to their benefit to pay now, to avoid paying, you know, these uh, installments, Okay, it makes sense. So himself says, otherwise you cannot collect me How can you pass over here by a mazik that you go collect me saving? Think about you right. We'll swap it around. You go to that Petrufus estate and you got a problem so you decide to swap it around. And what you do, so you treat that he's making a mistake. Because whoever says that you collect from the same is making a mistake. The fact is, you don't collect the same unless it's costing them money by not collecting. But and he goes into the depths of halacha. Now you tell me it's going to be the Rosh actually says that the, that, that the halacha is like Rabbi Yechen, because Rabbi Yechen bechanina. One second, don't turn around. Don't turn around. Rabbi Yechen says you go to Rabbi Trufus. 
Rabbi Yechon says you go to your same. Ah, Rabbi Yechon says you don't you don't collect from your same unless it's a chelben or bezayne. Look, so the shine mazik shiny mazik is different. You know, there you have a chayv. Okay, so wait, why should the same pay? But here the same is the one who, co- who created the chayv. They were mazik, and therefore in this case they should be paying straight away. Interesting, the Rosh says that Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Yechon the halachas like Rabbi Yechon because Rabbi Yechon was the the rov was the rebbe Rabbi Yechon and they always passed yeah. like the, the, the rebbe. In other places, the Rosh himself says, others say, he passed him in because he was older than Rabbi Yechelen, and he was a dying, and so on and so forth. So they're all trying to understand what's going on a bit, but the, the easiest answer is that two Rabbi Yechelenes, one was a Tana, and one was a One being a Dayan, when, when Rabbi Yechelen's name is first, that means he must be the Tana, because otherwise you put Rabbi Yechelen first. If it was a Rebbe, why would you put the name of a Talmud before a Rebbe? Others say, that's no proof, we look in the Haggadah. So maybe the, the order doesn't prove anything. Anyway, so now the Gemara says, Okay, true. But over here, over here, because you're damaging, they, they're the same and the ones that cause the damage, it's different than all the other cases when Abiyachin has said, we don't collect from the same unless there's interest feeding up orders. Rezina here, it's their fault. So we have to take from them. It's not fair for the victim that we should get paid straight away. Because he's yeah. the victim, he has to be made whole. So. Okay, maybe that one, exactly. Now he goes further. Let's, let's still get from the problem is, then why would somebody want to become an apotrophist? And, uh, and, and, and why would you want to become a Petrufus? If it costs you money. It's not the Pshati that he pays, he never gets reimbursed. When the kids are old enough, he will then give them a bill and say, look, I paid out $100 on your part, on your behalf, pay me back. Okay, sorry. So being my plague is a shame here. If an Petrufus was negligent, you know, the best point someone up, Petrufus and tell him, okay, your your job is to be like an executor of the state or to oversee the state, be a manager of affairs. If if he was negligent, is he chayiv? Is that Petrufus responsible or not? So they want to, so, so Taysa brings over here that they want to bring an item to mother right here that you're not chayiv. That you're not chayiv at all. Because uh, Petrufus never walk away. Why, you're going to make me chayiv. Why would I do it? Even though it's this negligence, we see clearly that you are Potter. Right, but here he is the shirt up, the shirt went out the damage. That Petrovus was in charge, so he's the one who, that's what he's point to take care of everything. He was at fault, and yet we say that Petrovus says that Petrovus is potter because otherwise he'll walk away. Takes a brief from someone here called Shmuel Shleimer Bacher. Not sure who Rab Shleimer Bacher is, Rab Shmuel Bacher or Rab Shleimer Bacher. He says, No, that if it's the if the Petrovus is Pashaya, it's like a shamer, he is responsible. But he comes along and says interesting. Of course, you're responsible if it's your fault. But by mazik is different. Why is it different? Because we hold you responsible. We're not worried you're going to walk away. When we learned in Gemara and other Gemara that people actually want to be an apotrophus because it's good for the resume. The bezin trusts you, has such credibility. Who's not going to lend you money when you need it? So nobody's going to walk away. If and if it's negative responsibility, taxes should pay. Over here, you're not doing it to help out the assignment. You're here to make sure that their animal doesn't damage the whole world. So there's no one, no individual you're working for here. You're not here to help these things. You're here to prevent anybody, a friend, the person in the street walking shouldn't, shouldn't get hurt. In this case, says that he maybe negligent, we're not going to hurt responsible. Then people say, what do I need it for? What do you need this headache for? 
it's not like you, you're you're there to help grow the state of, of some Yisraelim, which is a very different story. Telling about it further, this concept now of whether we set up enough trufus for a tam to collect. In other words, actually Even though Amisha says we do not set up an apotrufus to collect from the tam, and when Amisha said you do have an apotrufus, it's merely to establish that the animals are moved, but you don't pay along the way until the animal comes and moved. And the Rashi's reason was because. It's metalton when you get paid from the animal itself with metalton, and we don't collect the metalton. You say, Not everyone agrees to that. Those who say that that petrufus you will set up, and if the animal causes damage, you will pay half of the damages. How do I know that? that the owner became deaf and dumb. became a the owner went overseas, he adds a new variable there. The owner went overseas. Yehuda ben Nekusa Oymer Sumchus. Oymer Sumchus. Yehuda ben Nekusa says the name of Sumchus. Harei hu bitamusay. It remains a tam. Ad sheyidu bai bifnei ba. Until you turn it into mood. Now what exactly means with these words, it remains a tam. We'll see in a minute. And the Chachamim say, and the Chachamim say, that, ma amidin lehem apotrufin. The Chachamim say, you set up an apotrufin. And you testify before that patrufin. So it sounds like the Chachamim say, you don't, that patrufin, I'm not here to pay. They're only here to um to, to establish the animals and wood. So what does Sumcha say? What is Sumcha saying? What's, what's the argument there? We'll see in a minute. Then he says, and it's Pakeach Achelish, Nishtaf Hashayke, Higil HaKotten, or Bo Bailazi, and they all became better. Then Yehuda Menekusa, Ova Sumchis, Chazalit Tamusay. It goes back to the tam. In other words, if it became a muid, if it became a muid, then now that the, the um, that these kids, it, it's transferred back from the ownership of the apotrophus, back to the ownership of the real owner, it, beca- it starts so it recalibrates. It starts again, you're a tam. So the same sumchus that before said remains a tam. We're not sure what that means exactly. It remains a tam. Now saying that it could become a muid, and reverts back to Tam. So we can try to understand what Subchus was saying before, remains a Tam. Abiezi says, Harehu Abiezi says, there's no Shinu that Petrufus works on behalf of the children, or Ibn doesn't believe the whole concept of Shinu Rishus, the animal stays the same, the animal itself was a Mu'ad. Now, let's understand, Amru, my Harehu Amru, they said, my, what in the world, but my Harehu B'Tamusik Gama Subchus, what do you mean with those words, in the beginning of the Bible, he said, He never turns into a muid. Is that what he means? It always remains a time, can't be, because in the next part of the Bible, it says that if the owner of it grew up, it reverts back to time. Reverts back means it was a muid. So what do you mean, it stays whole. In other words, remember, time you get paid from the animal itself. So the animal is worth $100, and if you're a time, you pay $50 from the animal. What's the animal left now? Only $50. But he's saying, means it remains a $100 animal, which means what he's saying, you don't pay. The, while the animal is, 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 uh, is under a petrufus, you don't pay a cent. Sorry? No, no. But no, then you don't pay at all because the metalton and the Yusemin animal have to pay. You don't pay the cent of the animal. Alma, what do we see from here? Now, what do they hold? That we do not, not only you don't pay, you don't, you don't set up an apotrophus to charge, to pay. So, so what do the Chalmers say? 
the Chama argued they're saying the same thing that you only set up a Batrufus to establish a mood. That's what Rabbi Yais, that's what the, the, the Sumcha says. The Chachamim, and the Chachamim come along and say, What does it mean when they say Ma'amidin? If it's only to establish that it's a mood, Sumcha said exactly the same thing. Or Yehudim and the name of exactly the same thing. That we're setting up an Apatrufus merely to establish a mood. Must be. Must be the Chacham hold that they actually pay as well. That Patrufus role is to make that if you have an Apatrufus and the animal causes damage, you pay your um, money as well. So see that this concept, our mission is not according to everybody. It's a machlekes between our mission that follows Sumchus. Um, if it follows Sumchus the way um, Yehuda and Nekusa learned, and the Chacham, however, I Okay, let's understand the safer. The safer, Mike Mifgi, what's the safer arguing about? Whether it reverts back to a time when each when the kid grows up or it stays a mood. That's the argument. You change transfer owners from the Patrufus to the, 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 the child now who came an adult. That if the animal itself now is is it's is recalibrate the whole thing, start again. And Truth does not change. Remember, we had a whole Gemara before whether year turtle or year governor. What's the purpose of a mood? Is it for the balabas? And therefore, he has to be told three different times, or whether it's to establish the animal, therefore, even though all the eight came at the same time, grown up. L'chayda is very similar to this argument here. If it's about the animal, then who cares who the owner is? If you change owner, so what? Why recalibrate? The animal is proven there's a mood. But if you learn it's about the owner, then if it's a new owner, you got to start all over again. You got to warn him three times and so on. We now learn a second price. The second price says, Yaakov paid half a nezik before the Lord has a chance to continue the price. Why would he have to pay? What is missing? even bothered going this conversation. So the mother is saying that you know every word that you memorize has to be exact. So they memorize the price without the word. Without the word amen, nobody wanted to add it in. So they said, you have to add it in, because it doesn't make sense. Why would he pay? He must say, Yaakov, hold that you have to pay the half a nezik. Now what? The shade of a chedesh, shade of a cotton, damages, you pay half a nezik. You pay the time. Now we try and understand Yaakov's opinion. What are we talking about? Ibitam shita. If we're talking about a tam, then it's obvious that it's obvious you pay uh, the, 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 no, it's, what, what's the question? Maybe that's a chiddush. It could be before we say we have an opinion that time doesn't pay. Why add the words chatzinezik? Or we have to say mishalom. If you told us a time pays, that means you hold like the opinion of the chacham before that you set up an apatrufus and the and the the, the time of a of a chesed has to pay. We know what the din of okay. Once you tell me it has to pay, how much you have to pay? You don't have to tell me. I know what a time pays. Everybody and the time pays half. Why bother telling me here? You pay chatzinezik. Just say mishalom. So, why add the word chatzinezik? I mean, some chiddush. If we're talking about a mood here, so let's understand. Either of the if you did a shmita klal klal, if you watch the animal properly, yeah, and and the animal broke at night, then you're anonymous. So you're part Why pay half an ezik? We're trying to understand if it's a mood. When do you pay half an ezik? Either you pay nothing, they pay all. With the half a nezik, it can't be talking about a time. To, what's the chiddush? Tell me a half a nezik. Every time pays half a nezik. Once you've established, you got to pay. You got to pay. So it must be talking about a muud. A muud. Here's an example of a muud paying half a nezik. When does a muud pay half a nezik? Manushik. If the 
if you didn't watch it properly, you pay the full nezik. If you didn't watch it properly, it's an onus. You pay, you pay nothing. When does a muad ever pay a half a nezik? Says the Gemara of Eber muad, he doubles with a klal klal. If you did a good shmira and the animal broke through, your potter, it's not your fault. And by the shlomah vidi loy other shmira. And if you didn't watch it at all, then who is the boy shlomah? Got to pay the whole nezik. When do you have a case of muad paying only half a nezik? My rabbi says, Rabbi la ilam a muad. I'm going to tell you talking about a muad. And yet the Kiddush here is you pay only half an ezek. How is it ever possible that a muad pays only half an ezek? Let's go back into what we told, spoke about before. That Yehuda holds that every muad is half tam and half muad. Every muad, one layer of tam and one layer of muad. And we're talking about a case where you watched it on average shemira, which is good enough for the muad part to be exempt because that's good enough. But for the tam part, it's not good enough because you had to do a shemira mu'ula, better shemira. You did an average Shemitah. No, but you close the door under normal circumstances, it'll be good enough. That's called a Shemitah Pchusa. But relative to an abnormal circumstance, it's not a very good Shemitah. But the Abdul Shemitah Mullah, he didn't do good Shemitah. But Abiyakif Savalak Rabbiud, he holds like Abiyud that the animal is a Tam, and then another layer, the animal remains a Tam. Every animal that transitions from a Tam to Muad, the Tam part remains the same. The Chiddush is the Muad part. So the Tam part needs a Shemira Meula. You did a Shemira B'chusa. So as far as the Tam is concerned, you got to pay that half. The other half, which is the Muad part, you put because you did a Shemira B'chusa, that's good enough, according to Rabbi Yudah. And, and furthermore, the Savalak Rabbi Yudah, Amma Muad Tzagal Rabbi Yudah, you also hold like Rabbi Yudah. Because it's different parts. He holds like Yehuda, first of all, that the animal tam remains a tam. He also agrees with Yehuda that the, the, the muid part, an average shmir is good enough. And we can learn from Sukkot because the logic is hard to, to get the head around. That the animal now is a vicious gorer. You don't have to watch it so much. Is what Pasuk. The And then he also holds the third thing. Like the Rabbanan that says in the previous Brisa that says that the role of that patruf is not just to establish a muid but to actually pay if any damage happens. So here we have a Heichetimtza, an example where a muid pays only half the damages. So he holds that patruf is pays and he did an average shmira. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda that there's a tam layer and there's a muid layer. The muid layer, because that was good enough. For the tam layer, you got to pay. Abai, Abai says, you're going to tell me that Yaakov agrees with Yehuda? But Tanya, there's a Bryce where Kuli says, There's some argument there. We'll see later how Abai understands her argument. She clearly argued. No, Rabbi was right. Not arguing. Rabbi Yehuda says, comes along Rabbi Yaakov and says, What do you chayiv? You chayiv chatzinezik. Because you know he did a shmita, uh, the whole book we just had, like Rabbi learned. Says your mother, Rabbiya, okay, Rabbiya said they are arguing. Then my plea is, what are they arguing about? What's the machlek is Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda says you pay, which means what's going on here? my skin, you know what this this case is? Rabbi will learn the muid, the muid, the loy notzer klal. He didn't watch it at all. He didn't watch it at all. Um. Uh, we're talking about now the owner was a cheshev so therefore like this Rabbi Huda says the, the, the tam remains a tam and then you add a layer of mood the tam part you get paid from the animal itself but a cheshev cotton doesn't pay from the animal itself like Rasha said before because the animal is metalflin you don't collect where will you collect from the mood part because that you get from the assets from the karka so Rabbi Huda says the the, the 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 animal of a of a of a of a of a, of a, of a, of a cotton, you didn't watch it all. We have to pay the full amount, but because the owner is cotton, the tam part of it 
You don't pay. You only pay the muad part of it. That's half a nezik. Rabbi Yaakov, I'm the chacham and moivel, and you could not watch it all. And Rabbi Yaakov, why does he hold you pay half? And Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yehuda, sorry, sorry, Rabbi Yaakov, why does Rabbi Yaakov hold you pay half? Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yehuda bechada upol and argues him. Some look at Rabbi Yehuda bechada. He holds, he agrees with Rabbi Yehuda. The Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda holds sad tamud b'mekayimah medes. That part he agrees with. The tam remains a tam. So you have half the animal of the, the tam part belongs to chelish shayv begotten, and the muad part is um you collect from the assets. Upol bechada, and this is where he argues. Rabbi Yehuda holds that you don't pay because you don't set up an Sorry, Rabbi Yehuda holds you set up a. Rabbi Yehuda holds he pays the full nezik because he holds that a that a petrufus will be set up to collect from the tam. Not like our mission that says you don't. So Rabbi Yehuda says he pays the full nezik, the tam part and the idiot and the muad part. The muad part for sure, everyone agrees. The tam part, he says, I agree with the Rabban and the previous Brisa who said that we will set up an petrufus and the role of petrufus is to mind my animal if he doesn't. We pay like a tam. Um, that's Abuda. Abuda holds my midin lehena petrufus latam ligvad magufa. That's Abuda says you pay the full nezik. But Abiyakiv holds like Almishan, like Sunchas that says that what? That a tam you pay magufa and therefore you don't pay even a petrufus because it's metalkin and you don't collect metalkin. Abiyakiv sovereign ain't my midin, but lay mishalm. Therefore you don't pay the tam part, but what do you pay? Palgud the mood. Omle rabachabarabaya la rabina, rabachabaya la rabina, bishle malabaya. My father, this is a bayer son. According to Abaye, the Amr says, Please shop it. According to Abaye, that says that what that they're arguing whether you set up an apple or not. Okay, I understand now. We, um, we understand that the two prices. Everyone agrees that what that you set up an apple to collect from the time. That what that Yaakov also agrees you set up a time. If so, why did Rabbi learn that the Bryce, the first Bryce, is talking about a muid and, and all that kind of stuff? He's um, let, let him say he's talking about a tam, and they're arguing, and and they're, and and, um, and you collect from because as Apotrufa says, you collect, and that's what the, the Bryce that the Machlek is the Chachamim and the first Tana. Why talk about a muid? Say they're talking about a tam, and that very point they're arguing, they're arguing whether the tam pays or doesn't pay. Simple as that. If you hold like Rabbi Yehuda that says that a, that a, that a tam requires a very strong shmirah and you did a shmirah so you have to pay so then you pay and you hold that Apotrufus is there to establish they not only establish a move but to pay so that's why you hold that you pay and if Rabbi Lezben Yaakov who says that, uh, that a tam is good enough with a with a smaller shmita because you had no, a regular shmita you had no anticipation the animals were going to go uh, and pay so when there's when there's a case of a tam paying in the case of the shmita cloud you do the shmita cloud so there's a payment and the machlekes is do we set up an apatrufas to make you tam pay or not the channel of Yaakov says even a tam which is the normal way of understanding it as long as you have a normal gate a normal fence and an animal breaks through your putter you did the normal watching you don't have to do anything special for a tam. And you come to teach you that that's the machikis. Yaakov holds that a tam goes ahead and collects. Why talk about a mood? On Malay, you said you're right. But he wants to teach you two things. The time he wants to teach you both things. That he that says a mood and the idea that when you have a mood, it's still a tam plus another layer. He wants to teach you two things that Yaakov holds. Not just if we, if we learn your way, the only thing we know is that Yaakov holds. 
that you set him up a trufus to collect money. And we're talking about a tam. I want to learn a second thing from here is that, well, that even in the case of a muad, half the animal is a tam and half the muad. Ravina says, Ravina goes back to the beginning. He says, you know what Machlech Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Huda is nothing with any of this. They're arguing that Rishus Mishana Ikebernayu. They're arguing if there's a transfer, transition of owners, do you recalibrate or not? Exactly. You're going to have a muad, then it's Pakeach. There was a muad and the owner now became well. It's still a muad. That's what he means. When he says a muad, Means it's still the original state because we don't recalibrate the animal itself is a muad. Who cares if the owner is? 